<laughs> All right, let's do this. Hey guys, I'm Parker Kane. Thanks for listening to my podcast, Upbeat. I share a lot of motivational stuff and info on social media, music, and entertainment, but I will also be sharing my personal experiences and interviewing all kinds of other people for their stories and their experiences, finding and pursuing what they really love to do. Let's get into it. This podcast episode is brought to you by Teton Guitars and Chesbro Music out of Idaho Falls, Idaho. And I actually just got a Teton guitar myself, and let me tell you, it is incredible. The build, the quality, the feel, the sound, the tone, it is all there, and I am really impressed. They also have a wide variety of other brands, instruments, accessories, and sheet music, so definitely go check them out. And if you're not from around here, you can still shop at ChesbroRetail.com or TetonGuitars.com. But if you're near me, then go to their Idaho Falls store at 327 West Broadway and mention the code 0430. If you mention 0430, Chesbro Music will give you 10% off your purchase for coming from this podcast. And this offer is good through April 30th. There are some exclusions that may apply, so be sure to ask a sales associate for all the details. Hey everyone, this is Upbeat. I'm your host, Parker Kane, and thank you for being here. Seriously, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. This is an exciting episode where I interview Jay Warren, an incredible R&B artist out of Salt Lake City, Utah, a stellar voice, a phenomenal falsetto and reach, and just absolutely blowing up on Spotify. Uh, and I say Spotify because that's where I listen to music, but I'm sure he's killing it on the other platforms as well. But also when I say blowing up, I mean, he's getting millions of listeners there and he's getting on all the popular playlists and things like that. So it's an absolute honor to have him here with me on the show. And you're going to want to follow him on those platforms like right now, because he's got a single coming out this month, literally coming up so soon, March 22nd, his new single Moment is coming out. So definitely keep your eye out for that. Another cool thing is I've had so many upbeat listeners reaching out to me who are musicians, who are serious about pursuing that dream and being full-time musician and a reputable artist and getting paid gigs and things like that. So that is awesome. This episode is just for you. If you're not a musician, then definitely still stick around because there are so many lessons and so much value that we can extract from what Jay Warren shares with us. There's so much that he shared with us that we can definitely learn from. So yeah, I'm excited. This was a really fun interview. I can't wait to see what you guys think of it. There's four of us in there. It's me, Jay Warren, Jay's guitarist, Nate Waite, and then my roommate, Jordan Moore, actually. Jordan is the one who set up this entire interview. He's a huge fan of Jay's and he set it up. So it was really cool to have him there and involved and have him ask some questions as well. Let's get into it. All right. So this is Upbeat. I'm here with Jay Warren and Nate Waits. Thank you guys so much for being here on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Uh, so let's dive right into it. Uh, this show, I don't know if you're super familiar with it, but it's largely about finding and pursuing your passion and what mm. you love to do. Absolutely. Um, but there, are, there are no such thing as failed musicians, only musicians that gave up. That is an awesome quote. You're I think podcast over, guys. That's it. That's like, it. <laughs> amen. Let's go home. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I figure like who better to ask than a musician who's pursuing music full time. Yeah, man. Because uh, you've definitely gone through all the hardships and lessons and, and you have the mindset for it. And so we could learn a lot for, from you. Uh, but if you could just break down your story, like when you first knew you wanted to pursue music, what inspired that? Yeah, just for go, sure. Go for it. Um, so I, yeah, I've, I've been singing since I was, uh, little and I started to take music like seriously, mm -hmm. uh, my senior year of high school growing up from the time I was little until then I was always in like church choirs and school choirs. Um, yeah. I played the violin in fourth grade because the girl I had a crush on played the violin. <laughs> That's awesome. So that was a big motivating factor there. Mm -hmm. Uh, then she moved the next year. So I stopped that. 
And then, um, <laughs> yeah, I played the trombone in middle school. Um, little fact about me, I can't read music. So I would just memorize parts, parts and then go from there. Um, yeah. And then high school, I, yeah, I did like competing choirs and stuff like that, which was a ton of fun. And then my senior year, uh, I had a friend who played the piano and played guitar yeah. and would write, um, their own songs. Mm-hmm. And this sounds so like savage, but I was like, I think I could write better songs than this. Yeah. So then I like taught myself some chords on the piano mm-hmm. and, uh, locked myself in the house for like a week and learned to play the piano and, um, wrote a song. And then since then it's just kind of been like, Oh, I think I could do this like full time. So let's try it. That's sweet. And yeah. I heard you say you started singing at a really like young age and your yeah. mom thought you sounded like Whitney, no, Whitney Houston. So both of my parents are from the Caribbean and my dad is born and raised in Jamaica. My mom is born in Trinidad and Tobago, mm-hmm. raised in London and um my sister and i were born here in the states Mm -hmm. but growing up i only knew of two american artists because we listened to a lot of like reggae calypso dance hall soca stuff like that Mm -hmm. and the only american artists that i knew were michael jackson and whitney houston and so i learned to sing just trying to copy their voices um and so that song i will always love you by whitney houston i would like try to sing that at 18 months old and it didn't didn't sound my 18 month old version was probably something crazy but i got um, a video i need to show you of me no not oh i was like how did you find that (laughs) i knew you'd say this but i haven't done i'm just kidding oh my god but this is i I just saw this today so this is crazy yeah hold this to the mic too just so Oh my god! <laughs> your favorite song comes on. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That girl is so cute. Was, was that you? That was me, that dude. Was- that was me, just out here, <laughs> belting at the top of my lungs. That's so funny. <laughs> that's that's crazy. I literally just saw that today. R.I.P. to all the headphone users that just heard that video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little kids try to sing to that "I Will Always Love You" song. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, that was me, man, at uh, 18 months old, and I haven't mm-hmm. stopped since. That's great. Well, your uh, your range is incredible. Thank you. Um, the falsetto, do, do you think that kind of started with those influences, too, like when you were younger? I think so, because, I mean, like, well, Whitney has an amazing voice, and Michael mm-hmm. has a crazy high voice, and so I yeah. just, like, listening to that music and trying to emulate those sounds, um, I think so. Like, I didn't consciously think about, like, how do I make my falsetto better? Yeah. Um, it just probably as a result of like listening to artists like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I, I do remember in middle school, like when I started choir, they're like, okay, you're going to sing bass. Um, and I was like, I can't even sing low at all. And so I would like, yeah. try to sing low, but then during rehearsals, I would just sing along like with the sopranos and maybe doing that helped out a little bit. I don't know. But yeah, my falsetto is definitely like, an identifier when it comes to my music yeah that's kind of like the kind of with me with the dubstep drops <laughs> dude that's Opp- crazy opposite oh levels. My goodness. you're up in the high and i'm down in the low dude, we should start a band it'd be great hey i'm down well and and i sing too um and kind of like you i copied like other like other artists and mm-hmm. i don't know how to read music yeah, yeah, yeah and for me it was one republic 
I really, Dope. I really love Ryan Tedder's voice. Dude, his so. his voice, his career, his writing. Yep. My gosh, man, he is he's, a he's a talent, dude. He's he's my number one influence. Uh, That's as amazing. Far as like chasing music and and doing the dream, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but what advice do you have for people who maybe that are listening that would like to pursue music who are afraid to make that jump? Yeah, I mean, so I think it's a it's a double edged sword when it comes to pursuing music or really pursuing like any dream. Yeah. I think that you you have to go, number one, you have to go all in. Mm-hmm. I think if you have any sort of reservation or timidness, timidness about pursuing it, that'll always hold you back because you'll always have that little thought bubble in the back of your head of like, oh, well, I don't know, or oh, maybe not, or mm-hmm. da, 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 whatever it is for you, right, personally. Um, but I think you have to jump all the way in. And for some people, that is a choice that they make. They decide to like leave their work and they decide to, or whatever it is they're doing and just go all in. Mm -hmm. Some people, it just happens like you get fired or you get laid off and you have nothing else to do other than that one thing. Um, But however you get there, I think you, you have to go all in and decide that you're going to put all your eggs in that basket and and absolutely go for it. What was it for you to make Um, that choice? It was actually, it was a combination. Like I was getting towards the end of my schooling in like college Mm -hmm. and realizing that I was only studying business because everyone around me was. And I realized that I was like not happy with it. Like there was no way that I was going to be able to go into retirement, um, working like a nine to five job, which didn't fulfill me. Mm-hmm. And plenty of people that fulfills them, right? Because that's the thing that they love to do. But for me, it there was no way. Yeah. Um, and so I realized late in my schooling that I was like, I can't do this. Um, so fortunately, with like this, this support of like my family and my then girlfriend, who's now my wife, Annie, um, they were like, transfer schools or like, you know, do mm-hmm. do what you need to do. Um, so yeah, so then I left school and started studying music or I transferred schools and started studying music and then um and then decided to just go all in, like yeah. put all the eggs in that basket and, and run with it. And so now we're here talking to you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that answers like a few of the questions I have, because like another one is like more like situational, like say you're a college kid, you've got some serious passion and skill for some music um, and you want to start getting those paid gigs and you mm-hmm. want to, you want to get out there. Um, but you're not a reputable artist yet and, sure. and you don't have like that following or recognition. Um, what do you do to get there to like get those gigs? Absolutely. Start. Yep. Just start. Yeah. Start putting stuff out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just start. Like, and l- let me clarify when I say like all in, I don't mean like do something irresponsible, right? Like if you have to provide for your family or if you have obligations that you need to get done, Mm -hmm. like don't be reckless and just like throw it all to the wind, right? That's, 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 (laughs) yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Don't do that. That is not what I mean. Um, dad's got to write a song. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like dad's got to write music. So we're not eating dinner tonight. Um, no, don't do that. Don't do that. But what I mean is like, like mentally be all in. Mm-hmm. have have that as your your plan a through z um but speaking to this this question specifically yeah. what do you do to get started um you just start like you just start doing things right mm-hmm. and so for me um i started doing covers um i started playing any show or gig or event that i could yeah. regardless of whether or not it was paying because 
I'm a big believer of if your content, whether it's music, art, mm-hmm. your marketing ability, your if you're a lawyer, like I don't know, whatever it is that you do, like if you are um, good enough at that thing, people yeah. will recognize it, and um, opportunities will just start opening up to you as if like coming out of nowhere kind of um yeah so yeah i I think you just you literally just start and you make music you play shows you play events you start talking to other musicians if we're talking about music specifically um Mm -hmm. yeah start talking to other musicians that are in your local area start tweeting at people who you like and are um that you think like you could potentially work with Mm -hmm. the internet is a fantastic place to like get started i don't know there's just i any anyone that says like oh i don't know how to get started i almost don't believe them because in 2019 where the internet runs everything there's no way that you can't get started nate what do you have to say about that you feel really passionate you look passionate about it i just i mean i just adding to what you were saying is that there's in this day and age with the internet and everything, there's really no excuse to why you shouldn't have something out there because you can create a full song with a iPad, you know, you can, so there's a lot you can do. Absolutely. Yeah. So just get started. That's my advice. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's incredible advice. And when you, when you do, it's like God just gives you the opportunities almost because he sees you're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I didn't I'm like, okay, I'm glad you mentioned God. Cause I didn't know like, all right, can I save God? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like some people are like weirded out by religion or spirituality or whatever. Um, yeah. Like whatever it is that you believe in, I personally believe in God. Some people believe in the universe. Some people believe in whatever it is, but like whatever that thing is that you believe in. So for me, it's God. Like if you show God, that you want to do this thing and that you want to help people or be a, a positive force or, you know, do something good in the world. Yeah. He'll help you to do that. Like his, his goals are to help everybody else out. And if you can be a force for good, it would make perfect sense to me that like God would want to help you yep. to do that as well. Yeah. Well, and we're all given unique talents and mm-hmm. interests. Right. And, and I think those are God given and, and he wants us to pursue those things and come to earth to achieve like maximum potential. Yeah. And if you're actually trying to do that, he's not going to stop you. <laughs> right. He's right. Help you. The way that you get there might absolutely look way different than what you were planning on. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think that like whatever it is that you want to do, you just have to, you have to do it. Like you have to yeah. show God or the universe that you want to do that thing. And then it'll be, it'll return to back to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's almost unpredictable when it happens uh, absolutely or, or how like for me um again with the beatboxing thing i was really down in the dumps for like at least three years but even more than man that. and i was just like this is not working you know and and um i kind of had one of those last prayer moments where i was like something's got to happen or i'm out you know I'm yeah dude, up. Like, the 11th hour <laughs> yeah. absolutely and uh then I, that week I had a video go viral of me beatboxing with McDonald's cup that wait, that, that's you. That's me, man. <laughs> and the straw. Yeah, that's me. 
You're, you're lying to me right now. That's no, you. That's me, man. <laughs> but it's like over a billion views on on Facebook, and it's one of those things God knew that I wanted. It, Yo, you know? I'm losing my mind right now. <laughs> I've I've absolutely without a shot. I know exactly yeah. what video you're. I did not realize that like that was you. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's crazy. Wait, hold on, hold on. That would have been in like 2015. Yeah, that it was made in October 2015. I absolutely remember it that's crazy that's so <laughs> nuts dude like this one i totally remember that <laughs> that's nuts dude dude mm. shout out to you man Thanks. that's amazing <laughs> yeah that's amazing but opened so many doors nonetheless you know i bet um changed my whole life um and it's just because i started and i tried stuff and then i became it's weird the transition that happened with that because i wanted like success with music and youtube yeah, yeah, yeah um and it didn't happen that way instead i just got thousands of emails of people like hey i want you to be a speaker at my event and so it turned into speaking crazy and then it turned into podcasting and then it's just like the ball just started rolling dude, however it happens take it and go <laughs> run with it like right. wow that's amazing dude thanks that's man. way cool that's wow my mind is blown <laughs> that i like i've absolutely know that video and that's you yeah it's pretty crazy where I was going with that was the down in the dumps part. Mm, yes. <laughs> um, discouragement. You know, I had talked to so many people. I'm in my last semester at BYU-Idaho. Congratulations, man. Um, You're going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to get You're there. You're going to get that piece of paper. <laughs> Absolutely. Know. Right. I struggle with it every day. <laughs> I've, I've wanted to drop out so many times oh, to just do this, this stuff. I believe it. Um, but with discouragement uh, and being down in the dumps... I talked to so many kids on this campus, at least, that are so discouraged and have no idea what they want to do. And uh, like, what do you do to get over those feelings? Because there's got to be times where you've felt down like this isn't going to work, uh, mm -hmm. even though that's like your number one goal. How do you just keep pushing through those those hard times? Dude, For like write a song about it. I do that, too. Yeah, you know, crazy. like write, write a song about what it is that you're going through. Um, I feel like, so I have, so I actually like, I have that depression and for me, I have to like make lists of things, mm -hmm. just the way my mind works in order to like, uh, sort through the BS of life. Like I have to like make lists and try to yeah. tackle things in list form. Um, and through those like lists I can coach myself out of a like a funk or like a depression or di being discouraged um but bigger picture I think I think you have to keep your end goal in mind yeah and realize that for a very 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 small percentage of the world their plans work the way that they planned on them happening yeah. um or that overnight fame happens for them and even that, like I, I genuinely wouldn't want overnight fame because mm -hmm. it's a flash in the pan and you'll be gone tomorrow. Well, but, there's something special to say about, uh, to note about the journey too, like what it takes to get absolutely. there. Absolutely. Like there's, you, you have to have that root, that like sustainable foundation or base in order to take on new growth. Yeah. And like, if you grow too fast and all of these amazing things happens to you. Um, but you don't have that base, that foundation on, um, you know, what to do when things get hard, the moment things get hard, that tree's falling over. Yeah. Um, and I think that going through that discouragement of those difficult times, it's just, it's a necessary part of the process. 
the um the philosopher 50 cent yeah once said <laughs> joy <laughs> joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain <laughs> oh that was funny it was just the, i was laughing at the joke <laughs> <laughs> the philosopher. yeah the, the philosopher 50 cent once said joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain death gotta be easy because life is hard um like it the the good times aren't anywhere near as great if you haven't felt those those lows and so yeah i think the lows just remembering that like the lows are what is preparing you for the highs this this is a, maybe it's a cliche i don't know but um i i think like think of an arrow mm-hmm. like when life pulls you back it's getting ready to thrust you forward and that's just kind of the way that I look at it. Like mm-hmm. I'm going through these dumps, this like tough time right now because I have to be ready for the next level of like yeah. greatness, which will come with an even worse discouragement and I got to be ready for it. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's what I think. What are some like big roadblocks that, that you've had on to getting to where you are thus far? Um, I think for me, it has been figuring out how to manage my time between pursuing music, having a family, Mm -hmm. maintaining a relationship with my wife all at the same time. Balance. Yeah. Balance. Absolutely. Like I've been, I've been really fortunate to where this far I haven't had like, like uh, Twitter trolls or like online hate or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I had, it's always been like something like super random. That's like just rolls off the shoulder. (laughs) Um, But, um, yeah, more seriously, it's been like figuring out that balance. Mm-hmm. So I've had to and still have to work really hard to make sure that I'm putting as much and if not more attention into my marriage and relationship and being a dad as I do with music. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's currently like where I'm like learning or yeah. yeah, trying to grow and get better. Well, it's super cool. I mean, you're here with your wife, too, and, and I've met her and. She seems really down to earth and really supportive, which she is, is awesome. She's so, so, so supportive. And I'm honest, with, without that support, there'd be no way. Yeah. There'd be, be absolutely no way that I could do any of the things that we've done so far. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. See, and I, like, I'm, because I'm single. Yo. I plug myself there a little bit. Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> yo, my guy. <laughs> yo, look, my guy has a viral video, okay? <laughs> you need to get his number, okay? Absolutely. no it's uh i mean i'm looking for a girl let me put it to you this way be as supportive as you want your spouse to be that's yeah true like annie is amazingly hardworking and has tons of like talent and like aspirations um she's an amazing photographer she has like a blog that she currently runs um She's super active What's on the blog? Instagram. We'll plug that too. Oh yeah, Annie <laughs> AnnieOWarren.com. AnnieOWarren.com. You guys check it out. But anyway, that's my that's my been married for three years advice. Yeah. <laughs> Not a veteran by any means, but yeah. Yeah. No, that's really really good advice. Um, let's see here. Making a shift to just to the concerts that you've done and mm-hmm. performances. What have been like? your favorite ones or like who have been your favorite people to perform with or collaborate with aside from Nate over here. Yeah. So we've got (laughs) Nate here. Um, Nate is fantastic. So Nate plays guitar for me. He's also my music director uh, when we have like full band and um, he's also a writer and producer. 
Nate's very talented. Wow. Multifaceted, Nate. Uh, yeah, round of applause for Nate. <laughs> if you guys aren't clapping listening to this, you failed. Just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so working with Nate is fantastic. On my like team of people, um, I've got Nate, who does all the things that I just mentioned. Uh, Mike McClellan, who is a producer. He's executive produced um, pretty much all my recent stuff. Um, he also plays bass in my band. Um, Chance Clift is a fantastic uh, audio engineer and producer as well. Uh, he mixes and masters everything to give it that real clean yeah. sound. You know what I mean? Well, and those do sound incredible. I thank I did, you. I did thank my you. research too. I mean, like, thank Chance. Yeah, because <laughs> he's the one that's that's doing that magic. Um, let's see who else. So I've got in the band uh, Jake Smith who plays drums. He's one of the funniest people that I've ever met in my entire life. Um, and then my man Chi Chow on keys, um, Chad Dingman, who is also an artist. So you guys should look him up. Chi Chow. Um, yeah, he plays keys and is just like crazy, stupid, talented. Mm -hmm. Um, am I missing anyone in the band? No, that's the whole band. And then other artists that I'm like collaborating with and working with, I work a lot with, uh, JTM, mm -hmm. uh, formerly James Mormon, currently JTM. So we're on tour right now. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, working with James is a ton of fun because we're friends first and then like musicians together. Yeah. And, um, so everything is like ridiculously sarcastic. And mm -hmm. almost like if you were to walk into a room of our conversations, you'd probably think like, wow, these guys hate each other, but that's just <laughs> how we show love. Like, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So working with, working with James is a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, working with a friend Najee who is out of Arizona mm -hmm. who working with him is a ton of fun. A lot of sarcasm. Actually all of my friends like are, unfortunate victims of like my extreme sarcasm so yeah. that's <laughs> tough but anyway yeah i don't know yeah yeah but um yeah working with naji is great frank zoo um who is also like way funny but like crazy talented like mm -hmm. i think he's one of one of the best rappers uh who currently lives in the state he's not from he's from boston but um yeah he's he's crazy good anyway that's awesome yeah. who who's like a, a like someone you really want to collaborate with in the future okay um like so i have two answers one like in the immediate future uh jen blossel mm -hmm. she is an incredible writer has the most unique voice in the world um so yeah immediate future i would love to work with jen write some music with her um and then bigger picture i would love to work with frank ocean that would be crazy. Yeah. Um, and then I'd also love to work with Kanye West, like on production. I think mm -hmm. he's a production genius. Yeah. Like granted, like he's out here wiling on Twitter and doing all <laughs> sorts of crazy stuff. But like in the studio, Kanye West, I think is uh, unmatched. So yeah, I'd love to work with him. All right. So I, I got a question. All right. So you. They brought in the big guns. Yeah. They're like, yo, here's a real. Um, so you guys came out with a new t-shirt called, it was invested feelings invested feelings yeah and uh -huh. so i've seen a lot about that what brought that upon like what okay. would give you the idea about that t-shirt yo that's a solid question i love that and i can plug the merch okay yeah <laughs> so um uh, yes we do have so because we're on tour right now um the uh t-shirt for the tour or my t-shirt for the tour is invested feelings and on the front it says invested feelings and on the back it has like tour dates and stuff like that um but invested feelings is a line from my song wait 
and it basically it within the context of the t-shirt it has multiple meanings um my good friend lauren sleem who runs explore provo uh and also easy money clothing um he designed the shirts and the way that he pitched the design to me was that your fans can have invested feelings like in you or in your music or in your artistry as part of like part of like my mission statement if you will is to like connect people and help people like bridge gaps between uh like race politics whatever it is um and music is a fantastic way to do that and so like invested feelings also can mean like just having invested feelings in someone else, in someone else's success. I once heard a definition of love as being invested in someone else's success. And like, that's how you show love to somebody. Um, And so I think invested feelings speaks to that. Like you can have invested feelings in me and my music. Like, and I appreciate that so much. Um, Or you can have invested feelings in your family or in your work or in, you know, whatever it is like, um, or your fast food beatboxer. You're, I mean, like, I've I've certainly got invested feelings in that because that really just like changed my whole outlook on life when he beatboxed into that McDonald's straw. That was crazy. No. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, that that's where that's where the shirt comes from. It's yeah, a lyric from the song "Wait." So are you thinking about maybe when the tour is over, maybe not having the tour dates on there, but just bringing out the merch because I, I I'll. I'll ask that question a little bit later, but are you thinking about coming out with more merch? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first uh, like piece of merchandise that I've created, and it's like gone really well so far. I think it's like again, like Lauren did an amazing job with the design. Um, so yes, absolutely. After the tour is done, we will have just more general merch that isn't like time or like tour specific. Um, yeah, absolutely. And we'll have a few different things. So you talked about invested feelings and the song Wait. Mm-hmm. And if, if you guys haven't went out and heard Jay Warren sing, I would definitely suggest going and hearing that song. That's one of my favorite songs about yours. Appreciate um, that, man. You can really tell the emotion. And so invested feelings, um, we talked a little bit about falling dreams and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one key and important thing for us to follow our dreams is you got to invest your feelings in it. Absolutely. If your feelings aren't in it, I feel like you, it's just hard to pursue that. So how, how do you, I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah. I mean like invested, being invested in yourself, in your future, um, is a must. And I think that's probably, that's probably what I mean when I say like jump in, right? Like go all in is that you have to take that, whether it's time, money, energy, um, and invest it in your goals or your plans or your future, whatever it is that you're pursuing. Um, because if you don't like, where is it going to come from? Like you have to, you have to be invested in that thing. And so actually that's like a super cool way to like think about the shirt. I haven't even thought about that. Um, yeah. Like if you're be invested in your like pursuit of whatever it is that you're doing. Absolutely. That's cool. No, I appreciate that. And then there's a hashtag the hashtag that you brought out into the world, uh, I believe it was internet mom and dad. The internet's mom and dad. Hashtag the internet's mom and dad. <laughs> I talked to Search Annie that. a little bit about this and she said that you came up with this idea. And so kind yeah. of explain that. What, what what came upon with that? Okay. The internet's mom and dad. It's like part funny, part serious as most things probably are. <laughs> um, so Annie and I use the hashtag the internet's mom and dad. Um, 
initially people would like comment on our instagram like oh like we want you we want you to adopt us and like be our parents and i was like you have parents already why like um yeah but annie and i have a ton of fun um being a married couple and now being parents um and so yeah it just started out kind of as like a joke because people were like adopt us um but on the more serious side we um so Andy and i are both like active in our church and we've always been a part of like the youth groups and so we're always asked to like volunteer and um working with kids like 12 to 18 17 18 um and i think and especially like growing up like you have your parents who are integral to your growing up right but then you also have like your periphery parents if you will whether that's like your best friend's parents or um like people at church or like a teacher or any other adult that like helps you and you're like coming up and so we were like there's a ton of like bs on the internet that like is crap or like garbage you know and we would love to show uh, like the real and like the the happier side of like helping people grow up, I guess. I don't know. Like we just, we just want to be able to let people know that if you need quote unquote parents, like we can be your internet's mom and dad, like hit us up at any time. If you need support on something like DM us, my DMs are always open. And, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where the internet's mom and dad comes from. You know that's gold for a podcast, right? <laughs> I know, right? I need we need to go and buy the uh, the domain like right now, like Internet's mom that. and dad. Yeah, they can tune into your podcast every week. Nanny, man. <laughs> All right, babe. Yeah, we're gonna have a podcast now. The Internet's mom and dad. All right. I looked at you and said, "Babe." I don't know why though. Nate's in the room, and I just looked at him and said, "Babe," but I was talking to Annie. I don't know. I don't know. Nate is like, hey, you know what? It's 2019. Yeah, anything could happen. Um, so I'm actually going to take my mic off so we can pass it to Nate. Cool. Cool. So do you guys have a favorite word? Oh, gosh. Um, favorite word? I have like a least favorite word. Yeah, and I was like, I've got my, a few least. My least favorite word is lanyard. I hate that word. Like, I don't like the way it sounds. I don't like the way it makes me feel lanyard. I don't like that word. Yeah, I don't like ointment. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one not to like. And I think it's it's not as much like hearing other people say it as much as it is as like me saying it. Like say that word. Ointment. It, oh, yo, gosh. bro. Like I tell you. I feel you. uneducated <laughs> when I say ointment. <laughs> I don't know if I have a favorite that's, word though. I don't good. know. That's a hard one. Well, we could just we could just leave it at our least favorite words. Yeah, uh, there you go. You've got my least favorite word. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, favorite TV show right now? Oh gosh. Oh, oh, that's Yo. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Shit's Creek, bro. Absolutely, that is a hilarious show. It is very um, good. Netflix. It's a Canadian show, but um, yeah, Shit's Creek is hilarious. It is. It's got a few f words in it for the kids at home. So, so watch out. Yeah, watch for out for that. Yeah, but it Especially gets really if your good. Kid is about to turn two and can start listening. And yeah, like you got words. Winston out. Watch out! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I got a really pressing question, and I mm. asked Parker about this earlier. But do, do you guys watch football? Football? Yeah, yeah. I like college or NFL yeah, or either. 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 Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, do Nate f- actually did sound really for BYU football. Yeah, I worked for BYU TV. 
Dude, that's, that's cool. So how do you feel? Are punters people too? Yo, are punters? Okay, here's... Uh, well, you seem like... You I couldn't do it. So, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm going to say punters are people too because... If I had the like situation to be at practice only like three or four days a week, kick a ball for twenty five to thirty minutes, and then get paid, and you can't even get tackled to do right, and the rules are set up so where they cannot touch you, yeah, yo, that that's a, or maybe that's why they're no, those not are the people. smartest people. They're the smartest. They're, you're right. People. They are. They're the smartest people because yo. they have every advantage in the world to being people. So shout out to punters. Yeah, man. you guys are out here being people too. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last song you listened to. Oh, let me just open my Spotify real quick and see what the last song I listened to was. Wait for it. I hope it's not embarrassing. Um, mine was Moment. <laughs> mine. Oh, yours was Moment. Oh, yeah. yeah that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine was uh, Going Bad by Meek Mill featuring Drake. Yeah. It's the last song I listened to. The song is fire. It's so, yeah. you gotta do it. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. Favorite social network platform or favorite social media? Twitter. Because I'm savage in real life. And Twitter is just like the most sarcastic place on the internet. So Twitter is not safe. It ain't safe. It's safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love Twitter because it's mostly because it's hilarious. What about I'm you? I'm out here man? on MySpace. Wait, go home. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, go home. <laughs> I, I like Instagram because, yeah, yeah, hit me up. Yo, you can hear my song playing on my profile. Oh, the good old days, man. <laughs> I like Instagram, I think, just because I don't like Twitter because I don't care about other people's opinions or my own opinion. So That's fair. Like, I'd rather just post a picture. A picture has a thousand words. So mine is, I only have an Instagram. I'm not on Twitter, but it's uh, Nate W8, so N-A-T-E W8. That's Instagram for me. Absolutely. You guys need to check out Nate. He has a beautiful family as well. Um, They're pretty awesome. And all of my Instagram or all my social media is the same handle. It's at J-Y-W-R-R-N, J-Warren with no vowels. There was a short stint when like my artist name was that. It was like, yeah, Jawarren. And people didn't know what the heck it was. And I was like, (laughs) "Mm, I got to change this. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, my website is the same thing. Um, Yeah. All my social media at J-Y-W-R-R-N. Cool. Well, I think it's time to jam. Then we'll be out. Absolutely. Yo, I'm excited about this. Me too. Freestyle rap out here. Yo, I can guarantee you I'm not. But, (laughs) (laughs) yo, I can guarantee you not. That would be a big mistake. All right, yo, are we just going to make a song right now on the spot? Hold on. I need a topic. Like, what are we going to. Nah, bro. We're going to just go off the top. We're going to make up a song right now. All right, Um, let's do it. Give us a topic. Topic? Yeah, give us a topic for a song. Anything. First word that comes to your head, go. Silver. Silver. Oh, that's good. Okay, <laughs> silver. All right. Yeah. Oh, silver days and silver ways and all the things you say to me. Yeah. Hey, hey. the way you feel with me and all the things we want to see until we hit our silver days yeah and we're older and we're older 
That was crazy. I think we should do a real song. For yo, that. silver. Uh, <laughs> yo, we literally might turn it turn that into a real song. Yeah, no, we were making a song. Yo, a song about like <laughs> growing old together, and like you have like silver hair by that time, and then like you're just looking back on the life you spent together, something like that. Yo, absolutely, bro. You got to get those royalties, bro. Absolutely, <laughs> listeners. You just listened. Music making happen. That's it. Now you're gonna see this song on Spotify. Yeah, right. Yo, copyright Silver Days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that, all that. That's awesome. Well, is there anything else that you for sure want to get on the podcast? Yo, I just want people to know that. <laughs> Those are the sarcastic guys. Yeah, I know. That's. I was. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um. Maybe. Uh, no, I don't know, man. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> i have look thank you guys very much for tuning in um listen to my music listen to nate's music subscribe to the podcast if you're not if you're just listening like this is your first time listening you better be listening to the next one because i can guarantee you it's not necessarily going to be better than mine <laughs> but it will be really good it will be really, really, really good. So, no, thank you, man, for having us on. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you guys for being here. All right, there you have it. That's the interview with Jay Warren and Nate Waite. Thanks, guys, for being on the show. And thanks, listeners, for tuning in and listening to this full episode. Obviously, if you're at this part, you listened to the whole episode. Thank you for that. I appreciate it so much. And you got to witness a song happen. That was so cool. That was one of the funnest things that I've ever done on an interview so far was making up a song on the spot. And I had the easy part, you know, beatboxing is easy. I don't have to come up with notes or lyrics or anything. So I was impressed with Nate Waite's ability to come up with some guitar licks and Jay Warren's ability to come up with new lyrics. That was overall just super, super cool. I hope you guys enjoyed that and that you loved the rest of the interview as well and that there were parts that stood out to you that could help motivate you and encourage you this week. That's what this is all about. And again, just a quick reminder, I've got that upbeat phone number 208-557-1089. Call in, text in if you have any questions. I am happy to look at those and possibly put them on the show and answer them. Also, patreon.com slash Parker Kane. Head over there if you want to support this podcast any extra. That would be much appreciated. I will see you guys next week.